0: No, not again. Them boys from the mic party back at it. Nigga, this crowd is about to body my shit. All right, you guys? Welcome back. Sorry, you guys, for the long, lengthy delay. But uh, we're back at it again with the mic party. It's your host, Evan Palmer. We got the usual suspects, Tyron Cloyd and Jack Kirby. Yo.
1: Uh-huh.
0: So what well, we got, the first topic of the night, Jack
1: start us off. So the first topic of tonight is all about your life during COVID. What did you learn from your your time in the crib? Uh, What did you learn during this time of really being able to sit back and watch the world kind of unravel?
0: I mean... For me, it's kind of been, it's kind of been different. Like, initially, you know, they were trying to get us to work out and stuff like that. And just try to, like, stay, it's hard, it was hard trying to, like, stay focused towards something that wasn't even guaranteed at the, at the time. No one knew if we were going to have a season or not this fall, so, like, everyone was just like, yo, like, it was hard staying motivated is basically, essentially what I'm saying. Uh, Ty, what about you?
2: I feel like one thing that I I really learned from this whole COVID thing is just the the importance of checking up on your friends and checking up on your people, you know, your family, everyone that you you hold close to you. Uh, there's been a lot of a lot of bad things that's been happening this year, and it's a lot of things that we can learn from. But I've been trying to make a better effort, you know, just to hit up my guys, you know, tell them I love them. I know it's been like kind of a stigma for guys to act tough, but there's nothing wrong with telling your boys you love them, making sure they're like they're the good. Making sure um, everything in their life is going straight because, like, you don't wanna have that 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 moment if something goes wrong. That dang, I wish I would have done this. I wish I would
1: have done that. Yeah. So I really taken that into consideration. I feel like we're able to view people's life, like we're able to see people's lives. Every-
0: um, I think it's definitely important right now because, like, as you get older, like life i don't know it just seems like life just starts to make you distance yourself away from like your friends even though you communicate with each other every day obviously it's still not the same as opposed to like being in high school like when we were able to just see each other literally whenever we wanted and just stuff like that so i think like it's definitely important to ask your friends like how are they doing like with their mental, and um just checking in on them and stuff like that because obviously some people like when definitely when it comes to men yeah. they definitely struggle with trying to be like vulnerable like opening up and being vulnerable so like i feel like you definitely got to it's it's always important to say something or at least bring it up so they know that they can come to you if they ha- actually want to open up about the problems that they're going on that are going on in their lives and i feel like covid obviously affected everybody in some way shape or form so some people just couldn't, the quarantine was, was serious.
1: Do you think COVID opened yeah. y'all's eyes to that? Or was that, that always been kind of ingrained in you? Well, I kind of think that like, w- wait, hold on, I got you. I think that um,
2: we kind of don't, we don't appreciate some of the things that, that like we don't really think about. Like for example, the mic party. So the mic party is replicated off of our actual PlayStation party. We'll you know, we'll just get on the game and talk to our friends and like whatever we end up talking about, we end up talking about. But what we don't realize is like like someone said, we're not as we're close, we're not as close to each other as we were in high school, just for the pure fact of distance. So the opportunities that we do have to just get on the game and once we actually do just start talking, like that's actually like way bigger like way more dynamic than what we actually think it is like we're just like oh let's go on the game but we actually talk about things we actually see like what's going on in each other's lives so some people like if they don't play the game if they don't get don't playstation or xbox or whatever they don't have the opportunity to do that with their friends so if that's the case i feel like it's important for people to find ways to to get engaged with 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 the people that they feel is like their loved ones and kind of like not let
1: distance geographically distance you guys' relationship do you think that's his life though like as you grow older you know you meet different people you may think like one day this is what i want to do but the next day you're kind of like and eh, maybe not and i'm not saying that to go with your friends or with the people who you There's love most but oh you know, i think about it like this like 10 15 years ago people who were as close as we were in high school would have never been able to had this connection through a mic party, through the use of I guess a technology to keep up with the relationship. You know, I feel like most relationships they kind of stopped at you know wh- wh- you know where you left. So I f- yeah. I find it to be like us in a very fortunate that every day we're able to continue this relationship that was started you know six seven years ago. Uh, most people can't say that. For me, I think this podcast is very important for us to make. This is we're putting it all out there. And I think that's why it's so important to me is because you know is the meaning of not just friendship but relationships in general and to not let those things go because they're they're as important as you make them. So I believe you need you know you need to, like like Ty said, keep up, continue to reach out to your friends, make sure they're all right. Because most of the time, you know, you, you can never be in someone's shoes. You can never see what someone is going through. But, you know, that your one phone call could change someone's day. So, yeah, I mean, that's, I think the biggest thing right. is, you know, like Sterling said, it's a stigma that we kind of think men can't really, I don't say have a soft side, but men can't really talk about these things. And so I think it's very important that we make sure we put that out there. Yeah, I feel like that stigma is kind of slowly going away. Yeah. Um, I,
2: I, 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 I feel I, like we're, we're getting away from that traditional. Um, aspect of life when like the guy just has to be tough he has to be the breadwinner like I feel like we're we're slowly developing into a a better society where like our culture is just we can appreciate more things and 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 we can care for each other more and not make it seem like oh like he's soft or like he's not like a man like the the whole part about being human is being emotional like that's what makes life so great is being able to have emotions so why would it be bad to share your emotions with with your boys like some of the people that you hold
1: closest to you uh 2020 has been i hate to say it but a year of death and a year of growth at the same time but we're gonna focus on the death part and we're gonna come back to growth 2020 has really been a year where we've seen people come and go and it's really been a year that we've realized you know we can't take anything for granted and especially people in our life because one day they can be with us the next day they won't be um one thing that's really kind of touched my heart this year has really been like the endless cycle of black on black crime has really been said. Uh, I had a cousin die about a change ago uh, due to gun violence. I, I've really been sitting here thinking that life is almost like a, like when you snap your finger, one time is all good and the next time is gone. So I, I really want to go into 2021 with a different outlook on life. I really want 2020 to be a, a year that. You know, I want to see everyone grow. And unfortunately that may not be the case, but at the same time, I want to have that mindset going into 2021.
2: I've been kind of uh, seeing other people deal with um, deaths, you know, um, whether it be you know, a bigger person like Kobe or whether it be um, you know, a more local scale, like when uh, Kamani died. I feel like I'm, I'm blessed so far to not have had to deal with that turn that more personally. But I have also learned that from seeing this, like we said earlier, to you know check up on your people, you know, don't be afraid to say I love you. Don't be afraid to say anything to somebody that you that you hold close to because you don't want to ha- you don't want to have to hold that that weight on your shoulder, knowing that oh I didn't get I wasn't able to tell this person this or I wasn't able to do this with that person because like you said, your life can be gone and in a blink of an eye. And um, here, man. I feel like we shouldn't we shouldn't live with
1: regrets. We should yeah. do everything that we can with the time that God permits us. You know, it's been a rough year for a lot of people and I'm not, you know, I'm not the one to i I'm not usually the one to you know, show my emotions a lot. But it has been kinda of tough on me and other people. And not just this but with how we go about things in our lives and continue <clears> to grow. Because <throat> that's the only thing we really yeah. can do in times like this is just continue to push forward. And not let the uh, the evils in this life kind of take us. Yeah, my coach said some some dumb shit. He he says, um, "Eat the chicken and
2: split up the boom. So like, whatever life face like gives you, and whatever you have to face, just take what you can from it. Take what you can learn, and all the other BS, just spit it out. Yeah,
0: I don't know. I just feel like this year has just been, like pride twenty twenty in one word. It would just be adversity. It's literally been like they're just. It's just been so trying. Like. For everybody, like, how, and it just seemed like, how can the year get any worse? Did y'all see like, it
1: coming? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I know this is kind of a crazy question, but did y'all see or ever think what life would be like in like if every if kind of everyone was suppressed by something? Like, did y'all ever think something like this would not COVID necessarily? Uh, not necessarily. Like, I this this time that we've been living in that was
2: practically unforeseen like we nobody could predict this one yeah this. but like, i do we'll feel like it. i do feel like something like this was well needed like even though like there's been like hundreds of thousands of death and a lot of adversity that we've had have to face i feel like this time has really grounded us this time has really made us um, more appreciative of the things that we do have this, this time has kind of made us like aware of like what's actually going on in the world because even during covid or, or pre covid like this is this year has been for the hist- has been one for the history books for our social issues like a lot of things have been brought into light like this this is a time where you know we're going to be talking to our kids about it yeah. like, there's a lot of, even though
1: there's a lot of bad things going on out there's a lot of productivity also 2020's been i mean it's been a crazy year man yeah, i I doubt there's going to be another year like 2020 even if 2021 is like this nothing can compete with 2020 At all. And I know we kicked off this podcast, what, beginning, right when Kobe died, right? I think that was our first episode. right? Around that time, yeah. It was around that time. And none of us could have seen any of this coming. And Um, that was literally a month later. It was a month later. I remember being in Miami and everything just shut down. Everything (laughs) happened like like dominoes. Oh yeah, all this, and now we're getting right back into it. It was funny because we took such a long break from this, and I really got kind of inspiration to kind of, you know, think about doing this again, really from the fact that we're going right back into lockdown. And what else would? Yeah. What other better thing would? What do you want to do? But to listen to the three of us talk. You know, what do we think about the election? Um, You know, there's a lot of news circulating. We won't get into all of it. Uh, When. Yeah, we're going to try and stay away from <coughs> being biased <laughs> as much as we can. <laughs> but, um, you know, what y'all think about everything that went down? What are y'all seeing? And w- how much of a difference does this make to your 2020? Because w- we can't talk about 2020 without talking about the election.
0: All I got to say is uh, the roles have been reversed. Because mm-hmm. when in 2016, when the election, when the mm-hmm. results came out... It was just so... Everybody was, oh, if you don't like it here, go back to your country, blah, blah, blah. And I feel like the roles have just been reversed. And I feel like this... But however, this election, this election just, like, really stood out to me. Because, like, I had never seen as much advocation and, like, urge promotion for people to go out and vote since probably... 2008, when Obama was running, I've never seen as many like people urging people to vote, and it was just amazing. And it just that expect that was, I mean, bro, that's single-handedly because
1: Biden's dang motto was.
0: That's what I'm saying. So like, I just felt like it was just like wow, like I was just amazed by the turnout and like the results. Spoke for themselves and yeah. people. Yeah, and a lot of basically a lot of true, a lot of people's true colors really came out during the year 2020. Oh, yeah. In the, in the months in the summer, leading up to the election, a lot of people's true colors came out during the during during that just that time frame. Yeah, I gotta say,
1: I remember thinking that I'm telling you, I thought Biden, you know, was gonna win by a landslide. Man, that thing was close. Yeah, it was really close. It was close. And, you know, I wasn't really too fearful of you know, the results. Of course, I wanted my boy Biden winning. But, like, at the same time, I was, I, I always feel like we get so caught up in the political mess. Like, every four years, it's always so political. Like, our country is the most divided it's ever been. And, of course, the election happens right during 2020. Like right during the middle of a pandemic, yeah, that's crazy. And we're sitting here even more split, and we're sitting here like this election is this gonna even split? Is this gonna split us up even more? So I find it ironic that things are going the way they did. and we're seeing things from a different lens because in 2019 we were never like we would never thought of this. 2019, you know, who knows who would have, you, know, you know, you take away 2020 and you put 2021 in the election, you know, who, like who knows, the, you know, what the outcome would have been.
2: My experience with the, um, the whole election was, I remember right when I found out that Joe Biden was running, I was like, oh yeah, that was uh, Obama's vice president. I'm definitely just going to vote for him. And I feel like that moment was kind of a moment of ignorance because then I end up I ended up talking to one of my best friends, George. He was like, "Yo, like, why are you, why are you supporting George, Joe Biden so hard?" I was like, "What do you mean? Like, he was running with Obama, like he's for us." It was like, "No, you have to do your research. Like,
0: so he I- hasn't—he
2: hasn't always been like this." And once I did my research, I was kind of like, "Wow, like, it's kind of like we're kind of picking the the better of two evils." And I'm not—I'm not—and I'm not, not going to say that right now in current time that Joe Biden hasn't changed and that he is evil. But you do also have to take into context the type of person that he was and what he did stand for. Mm -hmm. And I do think that Joe Biden should be president because of the fact that he would take us to the steps for a better America. But I don't think that he would be the best candidate to be a president.
1: Man, we haven't had a good candidate in a minute.
2: It's really, But it's it's, it's all about our, our bipartisan... Uh, Democratic Republic, like it's either uh, a person that's influenced by
1: the um, party, political party, yeah. Or the Democratic, like that's all it is. You know, you vote. For, you don't, You're not necessarily voting for a person. You vote for a party. You know, the in my opinion, the most important election that you can vote in, besides the president, the local elections and in the Senate, yes, and the House representatives. The House representatives, like your whoever your rep is. In your county or state, it doesn't matter, or like whatever your district is, those are the most important elections. Those are the people who are actually voting for the president. The electoral college are just being influenced by the people. Yeah. So, meaning that the electoral college doesn't necessarily have to vote in favor of the people. So you need to pick candidates. If you want a candidate to be picked, whoever it doesn't matter who it is, you gotta pick somebody who is going to vote for the person you want to pick. You you need to go to the polls you got to go to the polls continuously. 2020 shouldn't just be the staple year for going to the polls. It should be every year you make that decision that I'm going to go and vote. Because my vote counts. That is the only time you're able to represent yourself in this country is when you vote. That is the only time. You can pick it, riot all you want. But the only time you actually get to represent who you are is in your vote. And so many people have have fought for our, our right to vote. So it kind of. It kind of pisses me
2: off when people are saying what's the point of me voting like yeah. none of these people none of these people are, are good people. It's like it doesn't matter if they're a good person like which which person is gonna make a better future for you. Yeah. It's not like you have to be a diehard Trump fan or a hard Biden fan. It's, which person is going to take the steps to be to create
1: a better America? And I'll say this and I'll say uh, before we you know before we go further. You know what we should I hate when people say you know, I don't see color because colors there, you know, that's bullshit. Yeah, colors there. But in a political election, in, in anything, in pol- politics, business, sports, you know, math, science, whatever field is, there is no black and white. There's only right and wrong. That there's only right and wrong. And if you can't decide what the difference is between right and wrong, then someone didn't oh raise God. you the right way. Yeah. so just think about that next time i thought on to the next subject coming out of COVID what do y'all believe is up up next obviously we're not out of it yet but you know where do we go from here what paths in life are you taking this is, could be after college during college doesn't really matter uh, one thing that I, I want to appreciate during COVID is
2: reading and <laughs> and the power of, of what reading can do for your knowledge and and not even just your knowledge, but like your mental health. Um, I've been reading a lot of different things, and not only just because of um, for school, but just for for personal benefit. And I've learned a lot of things that I would have never learned. So, like, I'm reading this book called The Color of Law, and I've been learning a lot of things about why some of the issues that we that we endure today, how they came to come. And it's the type of thing that's, like majority of people would never come across this or never know something like this so moving on from COVID I want to make a um a note to continually read different things and and improve my knowledge would you recommend that book to everybody I mean if you're interested in uh in history and you know redlining and and how the federal housing administration you know purposely created social and racial restrictions so black people wouldn't live with white people and that's how ghettos and hoods are what they are today just because of the lack of social mobility if you're interested in stuff like that yeah i'll recommend the color of law so yeah do you believe that type of stuff goes on today oh definitely you know government officials you know everyone at the top no matter they, what they do they have a individual bias they have an idea about other people and and it would be ignorant to say that doesn't affect their
1: actions or what they try to um, push forward do you think black people can be biased to other black people yes definitely black people
2: hate on black people all the time all right. <laughs> i'm not thinking of some deeper. The black people that forget that they're black and just because, you know, they got some money and they not necessarily made out the hood, but they made some type of social mobility and, like, they just think that they might be above other black people, like, that's that's whack to me. Like, at the end of the day, like, you're a black you're a black man, you're a Hispanic man, you're an Asian man. Like, just because of what you have, the money you have, the job that you have, the car you have, the house you live in, doesn't deter the fact of what you are. So I feel like... A lot of times, people try to disassociate themselves with
1: who they are. Why do you think that happens though? Like, like what? Like if you obviously you don't, you're not oh, in their exactly. shoes. Yeah. It's, it's it's all hard.
2: based off
0: of the it's all based off of racism oh and, and the
1: stigmas
2: that that America has created. Like nobody wants nobody to, wants like, to
0: be at the bottom of like say the chain. Yeah,
1: yeah,
2: exactly. Like it's a, it's just a way of people making themselves feel like. They're better than somebody else, making themselves feel like there's always someone below them. That's what—that's the whole essence of racism, just just making someone feel like you're not as bad as somebody else, or things could be better. Type of type of mentality. And a lot of people, and a lot of people tend to forget that a lot. You know, oh, one thing that I really hate about our society today is they think that if you get a black person in power, that's going to change some things. Key example, they thought since the um, district attorney of Louisville is a black man, that he was going to be able to take care of the Breonna Taylor case. In all actuality, the district attorney of um, Louisville is a madman. He's, He's a Trump supporter. He he spoke at the Republican uh, convention. So just because a person is of your color doesn't mean that they they want something for your your culture or your community or your people. So that kind of ties back into like just because you have this job, just because you have this power, that doesn't mean that you aren't who you are. So to cap off this podcast, I want to ask you guys, what do you guys see in your personal future as far as school, you know, applying for jobs? What type of ambitions that you guys have have going for the immediate future and and upon graduation?
0: Um, For me, I've been... uh... I've been, I've had a lot of time to think, especially with quarantine. Uh, I graduate next semester, so I'm at kind of on the fence about whether I want to continue my football career or if I just want to go into the real world and just hang it up. And um, for me, as of right now, I feel like since obviously since they are giving us another year, I feel like I should. I might as well try to get as much as I can education wise. So I might just uh, transfer to another school and then just work on my master's from there. And then whatever happens with football, um, obviously I'm gonna try and and give it a shot, but if it doesn't work out, then I know that I'll be secure. I'll be able to be able to actually secure a job knowing that I have uh, an undergrad degree and then my master's. But I've been really, I've been really on the continuum in football, and I kind of, I'm, I've been on the fence because I felt like quarantine, in a way, kind of like helped me see like football. Obviously, isn't everything, and one day you're not gonna be able to play the game you grew up to love and your whole life and stuff like that. You're not gonna be able to play that anymore. So I feel like that day is like, is actually coming to real, realization, like it's coming to fruition closer than what I think. And I'm just trying to put myself in the best position where I'm prepared for whatever happens, whether I am able to be blessed enough to continue playing football on the next level or uh, or not. But I'm just trying to put myself in a position where I have a plan A and a plan B. So if you don't end up grad transferring and you don't end up going to the league, what type of occupation would you want in the real world? Um, what I would like to do, I kind of, I, I like commentating and I like obviously still having if I have the opportunity to still be around yes. the sports that I love then um I'm gonna try my best to make it happen but the type of occupation I would like is something along the lines of like sports commentary sports journalism I always I've always been fascinated with sports growing up and I just feel like with what's going on right now like in terms of um the pandemic and how that's affected all sports um, just things along those lines like it's definitely changed the, the landscape of sports forever to be honest and I just feel like that's something that I would like want to be a part of and want to I guess I don't know just be active in. since uh, obviously football is going to be something of the past I still want to be around the sport in some way shape or form yeah I respect to. What what you got going on, Jack? Hey, sir, what
1: are you studying before we go into... Because I can't remember what you said you were studying.
0: Uh, communications. Communications, okay. okay.
1: Well, what I'm getting into is... Um, it's kind of funny. I've done some soul searching probably the past... Probably years or so. I, I wanted to do, I, I came into college thinking I, I thought I wanted to teach. And that really wasn't it. Came to find I was looking back more than I was looking forward at what I wanted to do in my life and uh you know to some people that you know that's okay but to me it wasn't and I took a route that I over last summer during quarantine because something that really interested me and I was making beer and I thought I could make that a career and I'm not giving up on that but also I feel like I'm I wasn't I'm not as mentally prepared because I haven't found all the necessarily tools I need to continue to create without uh, a product uh, and you know I, I guess that's a you know that's a really broad statement but uh w- what I've really enjoyed doing has been writing specifically screenplays and um I'm really kind of searching to get into the movie industry I recommend a book for any people with creative mindsets I actually got my mom reading it I actually have one of my mentors up in Harrisburg read it it's called Creativity Inc by Ed Catmull the guy who created uh, Pixar, it was about exploring your mind and, and taking your strengths and harnessing those strengths. Took my love for movies. Um, most people from from high school, from when we, you know, when we met, probably know that I have probably watched more movies than I can count. Um, and I've I've fallen in love with storytelling and creating an image and creating a, a, a visual story and turning it into a picture a moving picture um so yeah that's what i'm trying to explore right now i got a couple options in my bag i'm working with a couple people i'm excited the way things are going i actually just put a of my first casting stuff out on backstage don't know what that is it's a casting website um i'm very excited the way things are going i'm gonna take my time with this one man you know i got into what i got uh got into last summer the brewing stuff really fast and I was excited for it and I kind of lost my focus a little bit being honest but there's something different about this about this venture um the people around me have kind of shaped what I what I wanted to do and so I'm gonna you know I'm going full throttle with it so when asking me what I really wanted to do you know right Ty what about you um I'm kind of similar to Sterling
2: I've been presented uh job offers and I'm currently in the transfer portal to potentially grad transfer. I'm still trying to figure out what what's best for me. At this point in my life, I'm, I just don't wanna have a regret of leaving football too early. But I also do just wanna get my life started. You know, I've been I've been doing dealing with a little bit of personal things and I'm I'm just ready to, you know, get my life started. And it's kinda funny because up until I, I started dealing with some things I never understood why people were like I can't wait to get out of Richmond like I just want to go somewhere else type of thing. And I was like, "What? Like Richmond is like it's like the best. Like I love growing up here. Uh, I could I could imagine like having a family here, you know, having my kids go here, live here. And it's just like once I kind of got away from what is what was really holding me back and what was really holding me here, like now I really want to kind of branch out, you know. See what what other places have to offer, and uh, you know, just to live a little bit. So, whether God blesses me with uh, a school that I, that I end up liking, or I just end up taking one of the job offers that I have, we'll um we'll find out. But for the most part, I got I have options right now, and I like that. I like to be able to make my own decision and not kind of feel pressured into anything. So hopefully, 2021 looks a lot better than
1: what 2020 did. That's good stuff That's good stuff Um, You know I I hope and pray that We all get what we want You know Out of this whole thing And uh, You know I feel like we all have learned a lot From 2020 Uh, We're in an area of Growth And we're still learning Like we will still learn as people uh, No matter how old we get Um, And don't ever let A Affect the way that you think about life You know just because you've lived one way doesn't mean you can't live in, uh, you know, a, you know, the next a different way. Um.
2: All right, guys, we appreciate you for tuning into the mic Party. You know, it's been a little while, but you know, we're back in business. Hopefully, we can get a couple more out to you guys before the end of the year. You uh, know, um, if there's any recommendations of things that you want to talk about, feel free to hit us up. Other than that, we appreciate you and talk to you guys soon.
0: See you later. We out. Chill Jack. Why you freak it like that?